It's the Mark Husson Show replay. 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 Sit back and expect something wonderful. Expect something wonderful. Hello, everybody, and Happy New Year. It is so good to be back with you. I actually miss you when I don't talk to you. I think you know that by now, and it's so good to be here. And thank you so much for showing up for the shows today. They've been awesome and heartfelt. I just have felt them all morning. You know, I have this new gadget that lets me listen in the shower because I do everything in the shower. I mean, almost everything. And I shave, and I take my time, and I turn on, well, I always listen to NPR, right? Now I have one two radio live, so I have this Bluetooth speaker sort of suction to the glass and I just get to listen to the <laughs> the spiritual messages coming through, the laughter, the fun. Um, special shouts out, shout outs and thank yous to um, my predecessors, uh, in a way, the people that come before me, Ade Anafuoshe and Nancy Johansson. Very loving, very sweet, and it's so good to be them with them and uh, to follow them. So if you're first time here, if you haven't been here in a while, remember, go to one Two radio click the chat button. It'll catapult you into the chat room at Facebook. If you're not a Facebook member, don't worry. You can get on my email list. At, um, you can get on in so many ways to get on my email list, but go to markhusson.com and find out. You can figure it out. And get on that list, and I'll send you the things that we're going to be looking at. I also post them, and Christy's posting them today, as always, um, for us on um, at the, in the chat room. So if you come over to the chat room, there's, it's, it's so not friendly sometimes because you'll see the picture of, of me, the welcome, and then Christy puts the link. If you're calling into the show, be sure to click that link and fill out the form. I can't read for you if I don't have your chart information. And if you don't know your time of birth, we're going to pass this time um, uh, because it, it just helps to have accuracy. But if you do come in and you click the little icon that looks like a cartoon bubble, it has a, right now for me a number 14 next to it. You'll see Mercy. Hi, Mercy. Happy New Year to you, sweetheart. Judy and Christine Vanderporten from, from um, um, uh, Vienna, um, right? So welcome, Christine. It's good to see you. Hi, Erica. Um, Kath, Kathy, Terry, Maureen, Donna. You know, I think I do that. Jamie Zoe. <laughs> I have to call your names out because it makes it real for me. It makes it real for everybody that you're really here. And if you're listening live, you really are here. You're really listening, looking at me doing the chat room. And if you're listening to the archive, just to sit back and enjoy the show. I hope we have enough information that will keep you entertained. Um, today is a beautiful Leo moon that entered at about 3.03 a.m. in the morning on Pacific time. And you might want to know how I know that. Well, I know that because I buy the Celestial Influences calendar by Jim Maynard. The reason I buy that calendar, and I am not a spokesperson for him, he actually doesn't like me very well. Conference <laughs> locked. Can you, can you believe that? Oh, um, well, I, I, I had actually called him to talk about, like I thought some calculations were in, not accurate. And he corrected me that he rounded the numbers, which is fine. Uh, but he was kind of – he was a little snarky about it. And um, anyway, uh, I, I digress because I want to tell you so much about that story. <laughs> I'm not going to. Celestial Influences by Jim Maynard. I use it. I think every astrologer uses it. The difference between it and other astrological calendars, A, he's a fanatic for accuracy, clearly. Two, he lets you know the degree of the moon. You, you're not going to see that, the sign and the, and the degree of the full and new moons. You'll also know every day what accurate constellation the moon and the sun and the planets when they're changing. It's so user-friendly. It's ridiculous. Why should that be a secret that we use? You should use it too. So, 
It's uh, by Jim Maynard, Celestial Influences. You can get it anywhere. Uh, I think it's Quicksilver Productions if you don't want to go through Amazon. I think they don't like – I mean I think Jim likes to send them to you because they lose so much money going to Amazon and it's because it's a calendar. Um, but get one. They have pocket sizes, large sizes. They give Pacific and East Coast. I don't think they go around the world, uh, you guys. So if you're in the U.S. or Canada, it should be very accurate for you. That's what I use. It's, it's you should have that, right? So the moon was void, of course, all night. So your dreams might have been kind of strange, huh? And then it goes into Leo. Now, based on your chart, now Christy put up a cool chart up there because I have a lot to talk to you about today. But she put up this chart that um, I'm that is going to be uh, about the Mercury retrograde. But we're going to talk about that in a minute. I don't want to lose track of the fact that today is a Leo moon. Now, if you know your rising sign and you happen to be, say, a Leo rising – then the moon has been in your 12th house and you've been feeling a little out of sorts, okay? Maybe sensitive, maybe wanting to be alone, maybe moody, grumpy. You know, I know lots of Leo Risings. I'm telling you, y'all were that way, so deal with it, okay? Now I can tell you because you're going to laugh because the moon's in Leo and you can laugh. <laughs> and as that moon goes, it's going to be in Leo for two days. You can read this. Now what CA does is basically take the Jim Maynard calendar for accuracy writes her brilliant interpretation about that energy and puts it in the Power Peak, Mark's Power Peak, which is available at 12house.com. Now, I've revamped 12house.com. We have now, I reintroduced this, the free chart service. Let me explain this for a minute. I have 12reports.com. I run your charts for you. I just type them into computer software that I found and thought, oh, people will like this. And over the years, I've gotten a ton of it. And so sometimes you get there and you're like lost. I don't know what to buy. Over to, A lot of people just buy one of everything eventually. But you buy one, I email it to you. If there's a mistake between either of us, I just do it for free. Everybody worries. Like Some people will write and go because they haven't heard me you know, in my mission. They will write and say, I made a mistake. Either fix it or give me my money back. And, you know, over the years of working electronically, digitally with people like email, you learn to sort of read in niceness. People don't necessarily mean to sound to, to sound so intense. I don't think. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they're just nasty. And you fix it and say, I'm sorry, I have a guarantee, no-fault guarantee, so easy to fix, no answer, you know, or, you know, it's a good thing because I get my money back, whatever. Anyway, working with the public, I think everyone here, one time or another, if you haven't worked in retail, you are missing out on some great forgiveness opportunities, um, as we say. Uh, so now, the um, one, two reports is one of them. Then I, a British company had contacted me several years ago and said, would you like to have a storefront and we'll do the charts for you? Whole different take, whole different pricing system. I said, yeah, that'd be great. So I did it. And that one is on markhusson.com. So you'll see the two different reports. One comes from the UK and using the Placidus house system, which will change your chart slightly. Never the rising sign. Never the four angled houses, the rising or the seventh or the tenth or the fourth. Those don't change. But Placidus is a different way of calculating. Very subtly different. More modern astrologers tend to use Coke, which I use because I think it uh, makes those house systems a little more accurate. Just personal preference. Now, so you can get – those are the difference in the two chart services we offer. Now, a long time ago, this UK company was giving people free cosmic reports. And they would email them to you. And then they would put all these ads in to see if you wanted to buy more. Well, I recently refound the link to the free Cosmic Report. I mean, it's nothing great. But, you know, why not take a look at it? I mean, as long as – I don't know how long it's going to last. So go over to 12house.com. And I think it's – you can – it's in the top right section where the links are. You'll see the Cosmic Report. You just give them your email address. There really isn't anything they're going to do. They don't save it. You don't get inundated with a ton of new spam. They send your report back in the hopes that you'll buy another report. So if you are into a free report, go get it. Who cares, right? <laughs> I put it up because I thought, well, we'll see if I get in trouble. I could get in trouble. They could say, you know, we asked you not to put that up. I don't remember them asking. And so I claim partial dementia as my defense. Okay, so use it while you can. That's at 12house.com. 
Leo Moon for the next two days. Remember, while you're at 12else.com, the Power Peak is there. You can look at the at the um, mission of the planets. You can also get on the mailing list. Okay, enough advertising. But I I want you to know because people will write me after and say, where? So, sorry. I have to do that. Um, earlier, you heard that the conference was locked. That's the announcement that's made when people have called in and we've reached our maximum number of charts that I'm probably going to be able to do, if that many. So listeners in, those of you that have called in and are listening, be sure to fill out that form atop of my welcome banner that Christy so kindly put up for us, okay? And the num- the uh, link is up there. You just click it and go fill out the form so that we can run your charts and talk to you like intelligent people, right? <laughs> Where are they? Um, I... I'm excited because it's a new year and I've I've been listening to the tone of the new shows. I think there is a certain kind of like when you take a break is certain brainwave that has to be restart because we're all sort of like, where was I? What was I doing? And so it's kind of nice because we get to do that together. And I think everybody coming out of the new year, if you've just come out of your new year and you're the type that makes a lot of resolutions, can I just suggest you chill a little bit? Um, it's just another time period. And I'm not asking, I mean, it's great that you want to diet and it's great that you exercise, but a lot of the motive we think is self-love and it's really not. Okay. So I, I think it's a really good idea for you to enter the new year with a kind of loving commitment to yourself. And if you want to start a diet or an exercise regime, why not like lock that down in a gentle way for yourself. Like let's inch into that. Let your body have a minute to get rid of, you know, to get unaddicted to the sugars that you've eaten over the holidays or the starches or the whatever it is that you feel is in the way between you and and having a body that you want to love, okay? Because we tend to equate that to um, uh, a body love to the look and the size of it, okay? Uh, So those of you that are larger than life, I think like myself, um, we have an extra challenge to be loving and supportive of who we are. And we just had a full moon in cancer. I think it's a really important time because that's an emotional moon. And I think that that's a time when we get to be way more supportive of the, and I had this really great insight. I have to tell you, I realized that I would eat when I, um, uh, like after, like I dealt with something really hard like whatever it was, difficult customer, uh, you know, something isn't working, a crash on the computer, somebody makes a complaint, somebody's feelings got hurt, which happened a lot over this past time. I really, I had to actually have a talk with my staff about stop getting your feelings hurt. Not everybody sees your posts on Facebook. Not everybody wants to like your posts. Not everybody wants to look like they're just robotically liking everything. Stop the hurt feeling thing. You've got to bring that in. And you do. I think you all have to bring that in. You're externalizing your experience of who you are and you're abandoning yourself so that an external event can show that you're lovable. Really? You don't want that. Okay, so during the cycle, um, like what I, when I was telling the staff, my breakthrough was after I dealt with some of these more difficult problems, I come back in and felt like I deserve a reward and I ate whatever I wanted. Well, I, I tend to avoid certain weird foods, but if they're not there, I'll eat whatever. Weird foods meaning like I try to not do sugar so much. But you know what? If there's a chocolate chip cookie, and trust me, there were, um, I ate it because it was like, you know, dang, give me that cup of coffee and I'm going to dip this cookie in there mm, because I have not been taking care of myself, right? So that's how I take care of myself. That's the nurturing. I know, I know, I know it's not taking care of yourself, but it is for me in that moment. It's like have a cookie. So... My thing is to recognize that, to be aware that when there's stress, and it, you know, and I know a lot of you know this one, but to quit punishing myself that the first thing I want to do is like reach for something that that tastes good in the moment, and you know, everyone else can have the disciplines. You know, some of you are born with a fire inside of you that wants you to go exercise, that wants you to get out and move that energy. Okay, some of you don't have that fire. And those of you that do and you have to exercise and you have to, you know, get on the treadmill and you have to, you know, lift weights, great, more power to you. But please understand that 
you were blessed with because in our culture, we love that in our culture. And some of us don't have that wake up and get that energy rolling. That's where the beauty of an astrological chart comes in. Because a chart can say, my Mars, like Mars is what you look to. My Mars is in Pisces. It's like taking a match and dumping it in the ocean. How in the hell is that going to light anything up? Now, you have a similar thing. You have something in you that gives you that boost. I have energy that goes in a different direction. I'd, there's things that light me up. Okay, it is not getting on a treadmill, I will confess to you. It never has been. I used to cry at track in junior high. Cry because it burned when I ran. I didn't like that. I didn't like my chest hurting like that. You know, I was the big guy. I was big. I was chubby. I was cute. I thought I was cute. But back then, chubby in my mind (laughs) is not what chubby in this life is. Okay, so... I don't have that. And that there's people who got to do it. I don't have it. And so there, our culture, because we sort of worship that, uh, what we call, when we learn the Enneagram together, and we will learn it, we call it a three culture, a culture that is about doing and doing regardless. So it looks good and you get the recognition for it. It's doing, becoming it. You know, Oprah is Oprah, the Oprah show, 24 hours. You know, I asked Louise, um, Louise, when we, when we visited uh, this year, I said, Louise, um, Louise Hay, in case you didn't know, um, what's Oprah like? And she said, who would know? Literally, who would know? Because she, you, you do a show, cut, next, she's off to the next thing. That's living your life as the thing that your title is, okay? And that's fine. I don't have any judgment on it. I'm just saying that's her. Some of us have to break that. Some of us want the relationship. Some of us feel better in that. And in astrology, we honor that. We can find that. We can see that, Okay. So bless you energy people who want to get up and work it out. And, and, you know, every Aries loves a sunny day. That should be a t-shirt, right? Nothing wrong with loving sunny days. But, but you know what? This little cancer boy, he loves the snow. And he loves when it gets snowy and the dark comes early and everybody goes away and there's a fireplace. Oh, oh, yeah, baby. Because now we get out the blankets and everything that looks like a cancer home, right? I can do sugar-free hot chocolate, right? Oh, my goodness. It is so much fun. And maybe a good movie will add to it or good music, whatever, okay? The chart guides you. Now I want to talk to you about the Mercury retrograde. And Christy put up a chart. So if you're in the chat room or if you go to Facebook.com and just search for my name, I don't even know. I have a fan page, but I didn't put it on the fan page, which is Facebook.com slash Mark Husson. But Facebook wouldn't let me change that to a different name. So my Facebook page, which is also Mark Husson, has a little bit of a different address. You just have to Google it. I, I just ain't gonna worry about it. You put so I put and because I wrote Facebook and said they go, why do you want to change it? And I go, they're too similar. One's a fan page and one's my normal page, and people are getting confused. And literally, Facebook writes back. I know the person was sixteen, and go, nothing against sixteen-year-olds now, but this sixteen-year-old wrote back and said, I don't see the issue. Really, thank you. Okay, and that was it. And they literally signed it. Please do not ask this question again. <laughs> okay. Whatever. Okay. Now, the chart that Christy put up is a chart that says Mercury Retro. I want to talk to you about this phenomenon because a lot of you are going to have questions about it. Now, interesting, the retrograde is not for a couple weeks. The actual date of the upcoming retrograde is um, January 21st at 8 o'clock in the morning. You know, we're going to have more shows about talking about that. So that's January 21st. Today's the 6th. Seems like a long way away, right? But here's the thing. The people in the know, know. Mercury is going to go past this point. Like, okay, now here's an example. Today, if you look at this chart, if you can see this chart, it has at the 9 o'clock position that General Mill symbol in orange. I love calling it that. <laughs> the little Capricorn symbol has a 20 above it. That's at 9 o'clock on the very outside of the wheel. If you drop down to the first symbol down below that is inside this, that little house of piece of pie is a green Mercury. It's a, it's a circle with a cross under it and horns. That's Mercury. And if you look next to Mercury, it has a number two next to it. So two Aquarius. Mercury today, this is a chart for today. You notice the time, date, 7.20 a.m., Mercury is at two Aquarius. Now, it's going to go forward. Notice the arrow, the first black arrow. It says 
uh, and you follow that line up to the top, it says forward to 17 degrees Aquarius. Mercury's just going to go tra-la-la, two today, three tomorrow, four maybe the day after, five, six, all the way to 17. Now think of that as walking in your neighborhood, take to the corner, okay? So you leave your house, you take a right. And you walk down, tra la 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 la, to the seventeenth house, seventeenth degree. Okay, at the seventeenth house, you stop and go. Oh, I forgot my keys. So you turn around and you come all the way back to your house. Okay, two degrees Aquarius. That's your address. You get your keys. You come back. You come back out. You take a right and you go back. Three degrees, four, the address, five, six, seven, all the way to 17. And this time you keep going, 18, 19, 20. Now, what just happened? Well, you went forward. You turned around and went back. So you saw how many times. Now, let me ask you this question. How many times did you see the first house, your next door neighbor's house, the first house next to you that you crossed the first time? So you leave your house the first time and you go down the block. You pass every one of those houses one time. Okay, oop, you stop, you forgot your keys at address number 17 degrees Aquarius. You turn around, you come all the way back, 17, 16, 15, 14. And when you run charts, Mercury will go backwards and it will, the numbers will decrease. 50, all the way down to two. So you saw those houses twice. <laughs> oh, you got your keys, now you're going back. You're seeing those houses three times. Making sense? Now, that means today, Mercury is coming back to this address. Okay, three times. Well, it's going to come back two, but you're going to see it three times because this is one, day one. So how cool is it that you have the inside scoop that from this moment on, you, every event that happens to you is going to be a symbolic happening of the issue of the Mercury retrograde. But you didn't know that until you learned it, that we're going to be seeing these days again. Now, what's that mean? Everything's identical. I'm going to be saying the same thing. Is it Groundhog Day? <laughs> Lucky for us, it's not. It's issues of Mercury. Now, I want you to notice something. Notice your issues of Mercury. Notice what your mind is doing. Notice the communications that go on. Notice if you're happy, sad, depressed, um, angry, uh, obsessed, Mercury and Aquarius can be obsessed. It's a fixed air sign. Have you been obsessive, you guys? Have you been thinking a lot about that person? The one who made you mad, happy, angry, hurt, in love, out of love, scared you, didn't, whatever, right? That person, you've been thinking a lot about them because that's Mercury and Aquarius. What have you been thinking a lot about? Now, Mercury just entered this zone, two degrees Aquarius, and it's going forward. Pay attention. That's all. Pay attention. What a great time to get out your notebook and pay attention. What are the issues that are emerging in your consciousness? What have you been worried about? What are the metaphors? Now, you know, life is like a metaphor, and every Pisces will tell you that. You know, you have a dream in, in Gestalt therapy. They tell you when you have a dream, wake up and be each item in that dream. Be each item. You, see, yeah, you, you picked up a pencil and you started writing a letter. Be the pencil in the dream. What's it mean? What's it feel like? Who is it? What is it doing? Why is it expressing? Be the person that you think is hurting you in the dream. Be the person chasing you in the dream. Be that. Get in that. Get in the shoes of who? Why are they after you? Because it's a part of your brain. Guess what? Life worked the same way. You look at your life and you look at the people in your life and you ask yourself, if I had a dream, who would that character be in my dream? What would be their motive? What are they feeling? Because everything serves as a message to your, let me say it, higher self. Everything serves as a message to your higher self. And it's a constant. The, uh, the subconscious mind is the best friend you could have. Constantly throwing symbols in your face. Constantly throwing symbols tirelessly. It's never sleeps because when you're sleeping, it's working with your dreams. When you're awake, it's working with the dream state awake. You know, like what things are coming at me. Use them as if it was a metaphor, as if you were throwing tarot cards down. Why is this song in my head? Now, those of you that live your life like that, you're fun. I've been around you. I do it. Why is that song in my head? 
I mean, seriously, I woke up to some, sometimes a, a song will be in my head like, why is that? I still can't figure out why the song's in my head, but it's fun to listen to the words to see if, if you're trying to say something to yourself. And you don't always figure it out. It's not, and sometimes it's just a song in your head. But you get the chance to at least pay attention to omens that are knocking at your door. So when Mercury goes retrograde, we're going to come back to these points. Okay? So if you, and that's where the superstition came in. If you bought a car, it means I'm going to buy my car again. It's going to be, no. If you've been, if you're going to buy a car today, you're probably going to have the window treatments done under the retrograde. If you buy a house today, right, you'll sell it right outside the next Mercury retrograde. Not the next one, but when you do decide to sell in 30 years from now, it will probably be around the retrograde. So many fun things to play about when you pull the fear out. Why is Mercury getting such a bad rep? I can tell you. Because we get scared under a retrograde and we don't review. We don't think. Okay? We don't, we don't pay attention to the sound. We don't use our mind, Mercury, to pay attention to those omens. We don't use our mind to listen to the sound. Our brakes sounded bad a week ago. I'm, I'm going to put it off until later. Some people go, I'm going to put it off after the retrograde. And then during the retrograde, the brakes fall apart and they go, look what Mercury did to me. So silly. But here's the thing. Let's agree to blame Mercury for the whole three-week periods when it goes retrograde for everything that goes wrong. Because if we agree to blame Mercury, we get a three-week reprieve. We don't have to hate Mercury. We just blame it. Like, <laughs> thank you, Mercury, for, for messing this up and letting me give you blame for the fact that I didn't take care of myself. Whatever. Blame. It's fine. As long as you're doing it consciously. And then it will stop and go direct. But we're going to talk about this again. But I wanted to make sure you all knew today is the day that Mercury's going to come back to this point. Okay. All right, you got the chart. Use it to remind yourself. Two degrees Aquarius. If you're an Aquarian or Aquarius moon or Aquarius rising or you know where your Aquarius is in your chart, that's going to be the house that those issues are going to hover. Okay? Let's talk to Erica Christie, shall we? Hello? Erica? Hi. Hi, Mark. <laughs> Hi, Erica. How are you? Good. I love your show. I've been listening for, oh my gosh, past couple months. I just, I'm trying to get on too, so. I'm so glad you made it. You know, you're a Cancer with a Scorpio moon. You're in good company. I'm a Cancer with a Scorpio <laughs> moon. I love that part. That's so fun. But you're a Capricorn rising. Yeah. You're, it's, you're, go ahead. Yeah, it's crazy, the Scorpio moon. It's crazy. <laughs> 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 That's a word for it for sure. So how are you doing? Did you have a good New Year's? I did. I did. Yeah. Um, I don't know. The past, uh, I guess, like two years have been kind of like a crazy transformation for me. Um, I just like basically separated from a marriage and um, going through a lot of relationship issues as well as career. Um, trying to figure out like where I am as far as a career is concerned. Um Mm. I'm like very creative and everything and I'm I'm just like trying to come into my own right now. So it's it's yeah. uh it's been uh ups and downs. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. And here's the interesting thing about your chart. You're a Capricorn rising and Pluto has already crossed your ascendant. It did it a couple years ago. So you have been in the process of transformation for a few years. And now it hits Mars, which is in your house of marriage relationships. And it, it says, I want to be free. You know, I need to be free. I need something different. Now, you may not have been the one to say that. But in a relationship, because your son's in the seventh house and your Mars is there, it's, it can be projected out. It doesn't matter who says it. The fact is that some part of your psyche, some part, we'll say soul, is ready to, was ready to have this shift occur. Um, and, and the reason you get ready to have the shift occur is because people with your chart set up tend to need a, a partner that, that they can project on that reflects back to them um, kindness, um, support, uh, encouragement, and the, and the kind of person that you can do the same with. So I would su probably have suggested that something changed in that relationship that quit allowing you to get that reflection back to yourself. But I also suggest that you need to have a relationship. Like I won't mean need like need um, like heroin, 
But people with sun in the seventh house, they do, they really feel a little lost if there's no one close by. Do you have someone close by now? Uh, yeah, I. Uh, that's funny you say that. I actually have a friend, same sign, Cancer, and um, it's uh, yeah, like it's it's interesting. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. We'll so keep it at that. You don't have to confess too much. You have that Scorpio moon. We got to protect you. No, I'm not. Not on the air. <laughs> <laughs> But here's the thing. Here's the thing. As long as you have that, you know your your chart's healthy and you're working okay. So don't judge that part. What we have to do now, Saturn's on your Jupiter and Saturn is your ruler of your chart because you're a Capricorn rising. And Saturn is basically saying to you, there's a spiritual development here. There's something inside that wisdom will emerge and you need to listen and hone into it. And it is sort of pulling you inward because Sag is not only in your 12th house, Jupiter is the ruler of Sag in your 12th and it is pulling you in. There's a, there's a part of you that wants to be a part of a like-minded group wants to bring that ideal together, mm-hmm. I strongly suggest you find those people. Keep the, like, get out if you need to, but find the people of your like-mindedness because it's going to trigger something inside of you. When you go to work, whatever you do at work, you're an incredible at it. You take it incredibly seriously. You're kind of a force to be dealt with. Um, and so I think that comes, that will come uh, as it as as you do some inner growth here, because it is a really really powerful time, and you have a powerful career setup, and so we don't want to just hand that to you. You kind of evolve into that, and plus you're a Capricorn rising. You kind of believe you have to work for that stuff, and so I think there's a part of you that doesn't want too much handed to you. I think you just want to know what direction you're supposed to put your effort in, and I'm here to tell you what we're going to mm-hmm. see. The job is going to shift completely spring of 2015. I think that's where you get the recognition, the job, the increase in finances. Everything's going to happen. And that is, and you can look for yourself when Jupiter hits your your Venus, Venus rules your career house. That's going to be a big opportunity for you. Now, you might get something before then or might have an opportunity before that. Mm-hmm. That's fine. It's when Jupiter goes into Virgo that we're going to see this increase for you that's going to be like, wow. So all you have to do, Erica, is kind of like be loving and supportive of you, one foot in front of the other during this time of evolution. Don't look to the future too strongly. Know that there's a process that's working for you. It's like a cocoon. You're like the caterpillar right now, but just for a few more months, like four months at the most. And then something pops really big. And I think that's the support you're going to want. You're, you're in a great cycle. The Pluto thing is a little scary because it sort of like destroys what you know about relationships. And that's pretty scary for yeah. someone whose identity is relationships. Yeah. Don't, right? So what's that yeah. mean to you is that you've got to bring your attention home to you. There's a little girl in you. Don't abandon her. Like anytime you're afraid, don't think it's you being afraid. Think of it. It's her being afraid. And it will help you sort of separate a little bit from the pain to come in and sort of take care of you. So don't do a lot of analysis if you can help it. Be the nurturing voice that you've always wanted. I know. I know. I already know. I'm looking at it. I know, I know you have thought of everything over and over and over again. I am like the worst. But I've been I told I overthink everything, analyze everything. Yeah. Now, why do you think you do to, like, that? like in depth. <laughs> you know that overthinking – is a response to not trusting having the feeling experience. It's like, if I overthink this, if I keep in my brain, if I keep it active, I won't have to go to my terror, to my feelings, which I, you know, they, and they might tell me I've been abandoned. None of that is true. Remember my big phrase, your feelings just want you to feel them. Now, if you do that, holding the hand of this little girl, you as a young girl, oh my God, there's nothing to be afraid of. You get that you're taken care of. You get that... Listen, if you put your attention around anybody with a Capricorn rising cancer son, who's not going to be protected? Aim that love and that support and that fearlessness because you are all those things at yourself during this time of change. And then the job's going to pop in and you're going to be like, holy cow, this is awesome. It's a great cycle for you. The biggest thing you have to do is have a relationship with that part of you that gets terrified. Just have a relationship with her. And and that means like what you would do for a good friend if you start getting scared. It might be be with other friends. It might be get, have some kind words to say. But do not for one minute abandon your yourself and then start believing the fear has a reason to be there. It doesn't. 
And I'm telling you, you are going to shift. And I mean, in four months, you're less than four months, you're going to be posting on the in the chat room. Oh my God, I'm so happy. <laughs> Does it help you, well, honey? It's funny. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just had one more question. It's funny you say that because um, I'm a I'm a writer too. Like I like to express myself, and yep. I'm trying to start this blog and trying to make money with that, um, or at least get somewhere where maybe that's my sole purpose. I, I don't know. But um, I've had people basically say to me on Facebook, like, oh, can I read your blog? Or, like, just interested in, you know, um, hearing about it. And I'm wondering, like, is that maybe where my career would take me? It could be. But your career, you're a force to be reckoned with. Like I said, Pluto with the Ascendant, you might need something a little more than a blog. Uh, the blog could support what you do, but I think you need to be hands-on and really making a difference in a way. Now, I'm not saying that writing is out of the question because Neptune's coming along there. I think spiritual writing is going to be huge, and I think that could really support you. And I do think talking about giving people clues on living an effective life in a certain way, like how-tos and spiritual to-dos, things like that. But you don't make the purpose making money on that. That is puts ambition in place of your passion and that will mess everything up. Do this thing because you absolutely love doing it and let the money d- thing work itself out with you because it's going to. Does that help you? Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. That was really what I needed. <laughs> Yay, Erica. Hey, honey, good luck to you. It's going to be okay. You are going to love Jupiter's coming closer and closer to your career. It's going to hit that Venus. When you hear about Jupiter in Virgo, when you hear about Jupiter in Libra, and when you hear about Jupiter in Scorpio, and then when you hear about Jupiter in Sag, notice that's five straight years of Jupiter. You're going to be smiling a lot. Let us know how you do, okay, Erica? And happy New Year to you, sweetheart. Oh, yeah. You too. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, we're going to talk to Maureen. Hi, Mark. Happy New Year. Hey, Maureen. Happy New Year to you, Libra, with a Gemini rising and a Capricorn moon. How you doing? <laughs> I'm hanging in there. I'm hanging in there. It's, it's been a, uh, a tough two and a half years. And yeah. it's just, you know, I'm kind of looking for that aha moment and hoping it's coming soon because it's been frustrating. It's been Honey, frustrating. you are going through incredible kind of, changes. Keep going. Like, what has have there been you know, like literal like, physical things going on? Well, it's it's just been you know crazy health stuff, and you know I've got a great job that I've been in for eighteen months now. That is, you know, I'm in a good place with that, but it's just like I feel like I haven't found me, and yeah. I don't know if it's just where I'm at or what my chart's doing or or what Your it chart is. But is you know, I've had be- a lot of loss. You know, and it's just, it's, I'm just ready for the good to come in. (laughs) Okay. First of all, let's, let's assume that what's going on, let's get your mind in a good place. First of all, your Jupiter, Pluto is squaring your son. Nobody wants to go through that. Pluto is kind of saying, there's some things over here that you got to look at. And the other part of you is like, I don't want to, I'll lose myself to them. And, and a lot of it, Pluto's in the house of relationships. It's in the house of other people. Um, it's, it's about, um, it's the mother energy. It's, um, uh, power, it's sexuality, everything. And Pluto is right there hitting your son saying, um, uh, there's a restlessness inside of you. It's like, so you got to really start looking at your fears in order to find out who you are. At the same time, it's hitting your moon. So there's fear emerging in here. Now you're a Libra and you don't like to go there. You don't like to go too far into that zone. So what you've been doing, in my opinion, is probably been distracting yourself or working or putting your energy into work, which is really great. But I know you feel this change is, is just pouncing you and it is you've got these exact degrees it's amazing that you've been able to even dial a phone and keep your keep your focus because <laughs> yeah uranus is opposing your son pluto squaring your son you are being asked to shift an identity now here let me help you with this one of the things we have to do this is a perfect time for you to make sure that you get involved in some kind of personal emotional or body work, some kind of alternative thing where you, whether it's therapy or anything, because what we have to do here is you're shaking off a parental belief system, a very, very powerful, deep 
parental belief system. It's in there. It's at the, the, these two planets are coming together and they kind of represent the mother and father voice in you. But like I had mentioned to Erica before you, this is the kind of thing where there's a, there's, you're facing the family dynamic that happened between your mom and your dad or your parents or whoever raised you. And I want you just to think about that. You don't have to confirm it or, do, uh, or not confirm it. But I want you to think about their dynamic. And I want you to think about how they got support from each other. And then I want you to think about the little mm-hmm. girl, Maureen, who took that support in and then treats herself in a similar way. And then I want you to think that you're at a time when you're breaking that pattern. And it's freaking you out. And it would freak anybody out. Now, Here's what I want you to know. First of all, it activates your mind. So there's a lot of thinking here. There's a lot of analysis. There's a lot of overthinking. But it's necessary because your mind's activated. And at the same time, it could be the part of you that said, I used to take care of all this. This is what is. Do I need to do this anymore? Is this my responsibility? All the things that you took on to do that you felt you should do, you're like, really? Do I need to do that? And it freaks you out because part of you realizes just how many people or how many things rely on you. And I think there's a part of you that is so afraid to come in and just say, here I am in the middle of all this and I want all of you gone because it's like we don't know the outcome of that kind of behavior. So here's the – here's. And I'm look. Notice I'm not giving you a chance to say anything, but I I want your brain on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I will give you a chance. I promise. This is the next cycle for me. This is where you take this personal. Now you were born with the North Node in Leo. The universe is asking you to come home. It's asking you to take a defense and a stance for yourself to put you first. You've put the world first your whole life. Now it's scary because if you do that. How do you do it? Do you do it with your mind? You go, no, I'm not going to help them. How do you know who to help, who not to help? How do you know where to put your support? How, well, one place you 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 ask for help. Never trust your own. You always trust your own guidance, but always do it with a sense of like you're asking your intuitive part, asking God, asking whatever spirituality you connect with to be the guide, and that way you're always keeping your heart open. But this is a very incredible time, and it's very scary. And I just want you to know, to me, the theme is releasing the responsibility of the world and allowing yourself to trust that as you move forward in life and as you make these choices from your heart, that that it just, it cracks open. It's an incredible time for you to know that you can have spirituality and intuition and love and compassion and then trust that every soul has its own journey it must take, that you don't have to be the bridge for all of it. And it, now, is that singing a little bit to you? Wow, it, it totally, totally resonates. I mean, for 15 years, I was an oncology liaison and, um, you know, did an incredible job and I loved it. My heart was just so full of love with it, but I had to step away from it two and a half years ago because uh, it consumed me. It consumed yeah. me personally and professionally. I lost my mom to breast cancer, my dad to lung cancer. Uh, I lost my best friend to colon cancer a year ago. And I feel like I'm so great at taking care of everyone else. You know, I'm so good at being mom. I'm so good at being friend. I'm so good at being soulmate. But, you know, I feel like I'm kind of like lingering out there yeah. saying, what about me? You know, That's right. where, where do I fit into all that, of this? And, uh, and where is the my time? Um, yay. You know, and, that's it. and with this job, I actually have some of I'm getting back some of my time. Uh, um, but, you know, again, I'm letting the job consume me now. Right. So it, it's like I'm looking for that outlet and looking for the light at the end of the tunnel. I get that. And I so want you to remember this. You're digging through all the scripts you were given as a kid that said, it's nice to be nice and it's good to be kind. and It's good to help when you can and everybody needs you and everybody relies on you. And I get that. But if you had a child, do you have a child? I have three of them, 21, okay. 14, and 13. Oh, good. If any and one of them, the 13-year-old, looked at you and said, I can't um, sleep because I have to go help the, the other, these other people or I, everyone's relying on me and I want to give everything I have to them. If you heard her call to be, to be whole and to be alone and to be okay playing, like, Mom, I can't play because there's other kids who aren't, who can't and I don't want to be happy when they can't. If you heard any of that, I think your response would be 
an overwhelming, come here and let me hold you. <laughs> and I mm-hmm. want you to use her. Okay, so I want you to use that. How do you help this girl in you be free? How do you help her know that God loves every soul? I mean, that kind of energy. Like every soul has a mission. It's not up to you. You do it with the guidance and the love because you also have a right to, to your own life and to your own love. And that, that, that there is love for everyone. It's not up to you to give it. Capricorn moon, dear God, Capricorn moon. I, I, I love Capricorn moons because selfishly, I want them all around me because I know they'll give up everything to help me. <laughs> It's horrible. Mm-hmm. And so, but I have to know that because as, and, and no joking aside, you are a Capricorn moon. And at some point you have to go boundary. No, it's me time. And if you have to build that in slowly, I want you to, but use your spirituality. Use what you know about your beliefs in a loving divine source that, that, that loves every being equally. I know you must believe that you're Libra. So there's a part of you that knows that there's a, there's a special love that every soul has. And it's not up to you to give that love. It's up to you first to check in on your girl, see if she's okay, see if she's had enough playtime. And that's you. And then, then do. And it's like even at your job, make a promise to her. Make a promise to yourself. When I check out, I'm out. I will release it. And go exactly. take a shower, take a bath, release. You have a right to do it. But I'll tell you what, you're going to get a, a beautiful – omen here it's going to be beautiful you know i love looking at the jupiter transits and jupiter is just in perfect form going to on august of this year jupiter is going to go into your the house of the home it's going to open you up and it's going to allow you to breathe and it's going to and you go back 12 years go back to 2003 and notice what you were doing in the home at the time. Now, it could have been chaos because during a different time period, but also it could be that you, you decide to do something different. You decide to bring your, your creativity home. You decide to do something for you. But take a look at that. That's coming. Biggest thing is a mind change here. You're Libra and Mercury's being hit. So we focus that mind on loving yourself, not cornally, but also sort of looking at the scripts you developed, what you were taught. And as you come in to put your North Node first, North Node in Leo, the rewards just flood. And and ironically, your north node's in Leo. Jupiter is in Leo. So Jupiter's saying, please come home. Please come back. Get your heart open mm-hmm. for you. And it's okay. And you'll always, always be able to help people. Because that's what Capricorn Moon wants to do. Be of service. But but in that place where you have a sense of who you are, but and then you can say, do in your mind, do, will this do I want to help this person? And the answer could be yes. But the answer could be, really, I don't. And then you don't. And that's all where you trust. Like, I'm allowed to choose here. I'm allowed to be discriminating. And and that's what your gifts are going to give your children. Remember that, too. Your real children are going to model and roll what what their mom has done. That's who they imprinted with. So they're going to say, she sacrificed, I should, too. So also, you have another reason to change that. And then watch what rolls, Maureen. It's going to be awesome. It's tough. And you are definitely under some of the more strict, hard transits that we talked about that the new moon, actually, the full moon brought in. That I didn't get a chance to say much about. But but you get through this, which you will. And it's, it's over. This summer, it's over. You will never be the same person again. You will have learned a skill that has been invaluable and will continue to serve you for the rest of your life. It really will. And it will serve everyone that you know. So I hope that helps you, honey. I th- I feel for you. This oh, is not easy. Work. You're an angel, hun. Just know the difference you've already made. And it's time now to bring that love in. And so it recycles through you out to the world. But let it decide how it goes. You don't control that. Just be loving to the self. Extend uh-huh. that. And it'll take care of itself. Bless you. I want to give you a big oh, hug. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, baby. Be good to yourself, <laughs> you, Maureen. Mark. Let Love us you. know how you're doing. Love you too, baby. Take care of yourself. I will. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Astrology is an amazing tool, you guys. You have to use it and respect it. Let's talk to Mandy, see how she's doing. And bless you all for calling. Hi, Mark. Hey, Mandy. How are you? You're so good. I've won the astrology lottery. This is great. <laughs> well, you know, who can say your name and not think Barry Manilow, right? I mean, I just that song immediately <laughs> floods me. <laughs> it's good to talk to you. You're a Leo and you're a Gemini moon and you have a Virgo rising. You know, the people that call the show 
are so about other people. It's often that I'll say, you're a caregiver, you're good. And it's like, this is, it's, it's just so common. So you are one of those. And, and you also have, um, you, you have this natural teaching, this teacher in you. And, and it's really done by example. And I, I can't wait to see what's going on in your life. Let's talk about a little bit what's moving with you and see if we can get some clarity. Okay, I would love clarity. I'm finishing up real estate school, and then uh, I should be done by mid-February, but my whole career path is wide open, and that's the part of my life that I, I'm excited about, but I'm feeling like it, it's just it's a blank slate, so I kind of <laughs> want guidance or clarity on that. Okay, okay, that's perfect. It's so cute. I laugh because Neptune is the planet that keeps us sort of like mystical and, and musical and sort of without a mind. And it's totally messing with your moon, which is in Gemini. And your moon in Gemini doesn't necessarily like that. You like facts and figures and information and you like to feel that knowledge coming through. And and with Neptune there, it's sort of like, ah, it's just, it, it does feel like a blank slate. It's very cute. But I have to tell you, Neptune being in your sixth house is sort of saying that you are, you get to have this uh, vision any way you want it. You get to dream the way you want your life to roll. You get to dream your routine and your ritual. Now, Jupiter just hit your sun and Mercury, and that's always a good luck thing. And it's coming down to hit your Venus as well. You're the second Venus in Virgo to call. And uh, what that tells me is now, there is travel here. There's travel and there's learning. There's school. There's more education. Do any of that in your in your future that you think consciously? Uh, it could be. I, I I might add on to my real estate and do feng shui, but we also want to travel to like three different places this year as a family. <laughs> okay. Okay. So it, it, we're on track, right? So we th- we see the travel. Right. The adding spirituality is the Neptune function. You must do that. You have to do that. Just learn it. Um, just get all the information okay. you can. You're smart as a tack. Your mind is unbelievable. You're brilliant. You really are. You got that Mercury and the Sun together in the eleventh house of Aquarius. You've got the Moon in Gemini. You got a Virgo rising girl. You could learn anything. Learn it while you can. While you have this opening, do and travel if you can because it's going to bring you. Like even think about looking up a feng shui class in another city or taking it from you know getting that good feng shui you know mojo going. And then make it your own. That's the Leo part of you. Make it your own. Don't believe any of the superstition about it. Don't believe it. Like when they go, that family's going to go broke because their mirror's cracked in the prosperity <laughs> corner. Blow that shit up. Don't mess with that. You know? Always give love and support because that's what you're good at doing. Now, number one. Number two, don't worry about the details. Your Virgo rising and your uh, Venus in Virgo, they, it wants to know the map. And you're Gemini at the Midheaven. Honey, you are going to be way more than a realtor. You always will be more than what you think you are. And that's the beauty of it. You're just using real estate to put you in, the, in, in a title so they can call you something. But you're so much more. Exactly. It, yeah, you are. You're Gemini at the Midheaven. And there's not one career that's going to do it for you. You're going to have a million irons and a million fires. Be okay with that because that's a part of you that is just – what do you? What does somebody do when they have a mind that's off? You're, you're really smart. I mean, I want you to understand that smart people are going to get bored really easy. So keep it fresh. And Jupiter's going to come down. And now, and on in August, Jupiter goes into Virgo. It's going to hit that Venus. It's going to hit your rising sign. We're going to see this explosion again in you. I love Jupiter transits, and I love you when you all call when you're having them. And so, what we're going to see is you're going to meet a group of people that are like minded with you, which is very important to you. You love people who think like. Like you and you love to be part of that sort of a, a, um, alignment, and so do just enjoy that. So really, the Neptune's going to keep it vague the, to nail you to one career. You are far from a real estate agent. You are way more than that, and let that creativity flow in you. Like, okay, so I'm I'm this magician posing as a realtor right now. Okay, <laughs> and I'll do, and and I can go in your house. I can make it sell. I'll get your house set up so it will sell. I'll get your house set up so you can buy it. I mean, everything that you, th- this is your inspiration, and I think it's what you're meant to do. You're meant to pierce in passionately to those little flaws that you can fix because they, your eye sees them. Does that help you? Yes, it does. It actually clarifies what I I thought was happening, but. 
um, yeah, it really helps me. Thank well, you so much. I, just have faith in your this. Take this leap of spirituality. I want you to really trust that the feng shui is a great example. Who is more perfect to do feng shui than a realtor? And so, but, but in yeah. your mind, it's like, and, and so many things you're going to offer people to be consultant with them. You need to be a consultant too. You're just, you have such a vision and you're truly psychic. You have this way intuition. You got to really start trusting. So bring it on. We're ready for you, Mandy. I'm Oh, thank you so much, Mark. I love you. I love you back. Happy New Year. Thank you so much, Mandy. Good okay. luck to you. Let us know how you do, man. It's exciting. I sure uh, will. Thank okay, you. Okay, thank you. It's so fun. Bye. It is so fun talking to you guys, and you guys are like, you're always so friendly and supportive, and I love that. Speaking of psychic, I think we are going to try to talk to Miss Psychic Cat and see what she's going to be doing today. Cat, are you there? I am. Hello, and hello, everyone. Wow, can you feel the energy, Cat, as a psychic? I mean, it is like rolling. <laughs> People are ready, right, for some shifts. It's- what have you been noticing? <laughs> So I just noticed that I told I asked my my assistant to please lower the air conditioner <laughs> because the energy is so high and yeah. I you know it's very I think I think we're elevating a bit um, spiritually and everybody's so ready so you can almost feel you know the push and 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 the I think the readiness really does raise raise the volume and the temperature so I'm definitely feeling it. Well, you know, and the, when I was uh, talking to Mandy about psychic development the first thing i thought of was oh my god you have got to be having a new class coming up because (laughs) everybody that takes your psychic development class it goes off the charts tell me you are you going to teach it this year (laughs) thanks to a little nudge from my favorite boss this morning (laughs) i'm still catching up you know many things i mean i have all my resolutions out of the way since last summer you know and i'm (laughs) but certain things i'm a little behind the eight ball on because i get so caught up in the psychic space i forget real time right yeah so not like you haven't been working 24 7 i don't think (laughs) have you ever now listen you've been with the one to listen where we do the psychic readings you have been with one to listen for what seven eight years yeah, I don't even gonna, know. now we have an anniversary in three days so it's uh, so I'm how starting many years my seventh, that be? it's it, seven. i'm going into number it's six years it's, it's number seven now we're, we're okay so we're, answer me this in six years how yes. many days have you taken off in six years and i be honest like a whole day have you no have you ever taken a day off not no. no. <laughs> okay, world, did you hear that? <laughs> this woman has been with me for six years and never not been on one two listen dot com. Never not been on one two, except for maybe a break here and there. Yes, or, I have. Know, yes, like six hours. Yes, yeah, New but Year's every Eve single I did. day you've signed on. I think you signed on in your sleep. Um, and so. But I don't. That's the weird thing. Everybody says, "Oh, did did I wake you?" Or if I'm on, I'm awake, and and I do take naps. Some, you know, in between, you know. But I don't. I I'm never not in that place of awareness. Or oh, absolutely. What I meant was, you can sign on in your sleep. But it was a metaphor. But you're right. That's an important point to make. You're not sleeping when you're on. (laughs) Hey, listen. So. What happens in the class and why are so, people raving about that class? So I, what the hell happens? Because it, well, the people... I, no, like part of this year, I think, and I think where we are coming into 2015 and what I've noticed in 2014 specifically is that people really started to try for themselves or, and I say try, but some of us have an innate knowing from a very young age. Others, we come to an awakening and a spiritual, you know, awareness later in our lives. And no matter what that time frame is for you, I feel like we're really wanting to learn more and grow more in ourselves and evolve spiritually. So, and really tie it into how it can benefit us every day in our lives. So it, it, I, I came, you know, I, I started, um, the psychic development class outside of my, uh, my tarot classes. I decided to open a forum and a gallery and do something different every other Tuesday night at 6 PM Pacific on at one, two academy.com. And through 2014, we went, we ran the gamut of learning and growing through every topic you can imagine. Maybe certain topics that some <laughs> may not. How'd you come you know, up with the curriculum? What is the curriculum? The curriculum is is basically 
a uh, never well first of all it's an open gallery so I would give uh, certain messages uh, for the, for who you know the students through the through the um, phone and you know our conference center and we would use the chat room and I would um, certain messages every week for everyone and then I would allow them to open up and give each other messages and at the same time we always had a skill or, or a new tool to use so it could have been anything from uh, uh, in, you know I, I say increase your psychic potential but it's so much more than that because we went through um, clairvoyance, um, clairaudience. We went through some, some you know, um, sharpening your vision things and also some magic and spell work. We, yeah, we did a little do, bit of Do a, they have homework they do? Uh, they, they have no – well, yeah, sometimes they do have homework in that class, yes. It's not as regular as, as the, the other curriculum where it's really intense, but this is more of a freedom. And, yes, I do open to homework and discussion uh, one-on-one each week after uh, when, when necessary. And okay. uh, everyone has grown so much, so it's All been right, wonderful. All right, so now are you going to start that soon because we're running out of time? Two, I want to make two sure. Two weeks. Two weeks, two weeks from today, yes. Okay, on two weeks from today. 20th. Somebody gonna put the link up because I want it's people. It's up. Who, okay, <laughs> there are good yes. reasons, people listening. There are good reasons to develop your psychic abilities. Not good enough just to be an intuitive. To develop that can give your life a gift that's kind of amazing. And as you guys know, we live our life to give that message. Cat, you stay on and do your show. You have a great show coming up next. You guys don't leave. This is Mark Husson sending love. Happiness, happy new year, and you survived a great full moon. I'll be here with you next week. I'll put the archives up very soon. Kat, have a great show. You guys, see you next week, same time. Thank you so much.